Hey everyone, welcome to A Mess Nonetheless. I am Rachel. And I'm Melissa, and we are sisters. And we're a little bit in a strange mood today. We actually already just recorded two podcasts, and we're a little like jazzed. <laughs> Does anyone even say that word? <laughs> jazz? Like jazz hands? <laughs> no one says jazzed, but it is the accurate description of how we feel today. We're just like a little wound up and we're like, we we have time. We should, because I think we've told you guys this before that we always record multiple weeks out so that we always have content. And so we're like, let's do another one. Well, so we paused because I need to go to the bathroom. So we're still on Zoom. So we're live, whatever, t- together. I ran to the bathroom, came back, put my ear, earbud back and in. I, and just, I checked a message that someone yeah, so had sent me and I'm reading something. that. And I get on and I just say, hi, just like to let her know I'm back. She goes, oh, hi, how are you? <laughs> like, well, uh, fine. <laughs> How are you? Good to see you. <laughs> we just spent an hour together. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? But the funny thing is, is that my husband does this all the time. Every time he calls me, he asks me how I am, even if he just hung up and called me back two minutes ago. How are you? Like, yeah. I'm the same. Like, I'm like, I'm exactly as I was when I just hung up the phone. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> so the worst is when you like, someone's like in a really bad place or they're grieving and you're like, Hi, how are you? And you're like, Sava, I need to yeah. ask you that. Or when you're in a really bad place and someone's like, how are you? And I'm like, I'm fine. And you're like, no, I'm not like <laughs> not fine. We both know I'm not fine. It's muscle memory, you know? <laughs> yes. You just say it. Yes. It's mus- muscle memory of your mouth is what it yeah. is. So. so we were like, let's record another one. Also, we have nothing prepared. So we no. went through our list of ones that we plan on doing at some point and we picked mm-hmm. one and we're winging it. Winging it. And I was like, should we like find some scripture to back it up? And we, we just decided, no, we don't even know that there is actually any scripture to back this up, but we know we'll think. talk about Jesus. Mm-hmm. We just might not He's... have any scripture to back it up. Yeah. And so today's well, episode is mm-hmm. all about when your kids are jerks. Yes. And that's why I'm not sure there's any scripture. Does the Bible actually talk about jerky kids? I don't no. think so. Not at all. Now let's just disclaimer in case someone's new. We freaking love our kids. Like we <laughs> actually enjoy spending time with our kids. Yes, like we think much. the world of them. It doesn't mean they're never jerks. Correct. To us to each other, to the world. Yes. And, and we- if you think your kid is never a jerk, you either have a tiny baby still. That's correct. <laughs> where they're not old enough to be jerks. Yeah. Or, or you're not paying attention or being honest. Or being honest. Now I will say if like your oldest is like 10, I yeah. feel like you maybe haven't experienced, you've experienced correct. some fighting, but maybe not true jerk. Jerks. Yeah. Yeah. But, like you don't have an actual teenager because some kids can enter teenage-ish type attitudes when they're like eight or nine. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and some wait until they're teenagers. Like my oldest, Ella, she really never was jerky, yucky until she was in her teens. Like it wasn't, until she was until like 18, maybe 16, 14, but yeah. Oh, 14, <laughs> mm-hmm. 14 or 15, but that's yeah. a long time. Like, you know, yeah. and, um, so, okay. So I think we need to be really careful not to use any of our kids' names. And for yeah. you, because you only have one daughter, you mm-hmm. can't use her pronoun because no. you gave it away that one time. And then we ended up talking about her the whole episode. <laughs> so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> like, hopefully she never listens to this one. <laughs> it was good illustration, but. <laughs> yes. And I won't really give a lot of examples of her. So I'll just not yeah, use yeah. her as an example okay. of being a jerk. I also, my he's. <laughs> my he's. That's, that works better. Also, the whole point of this is not how to fix your kids. Like, no. I mean. I mean, I'm realizing we don't actually know what we're going to talk about, so I can't say that, but <laughs> we didn't even come up with a point. So we're just winging that too. <laughs> we're just winging that. This is what I had in mind when I thought about this episode. I think that when our kids are jerks, it matters so much how we respond. Yes. Would you agree with that? 
A hundred percent. And of course we can teach our kids all day long how to be kind and loving, but sometimes they just go through seasons of being a jerk. Yeah. And because- we can't fix them, but we can make it worse. Yeah. A hundred percent. No, yeah. I know. But if we're not careful, we can yes. make it so much worse. And then yes. how we respond can make it better. Yeah. Um, and so that's what we're going to talk about today. And we've made it worse we just and better. We have yeah. done both. We I have, have made it stories of both. Yeah. In fact, for me, so if any of you don't know our my story, I adopted four teenagers when I had little tiny children. My mm-hmm. husband, too. He was there, too. <laughs> he was not there when you conceived ever, but he was there when That's you adopted. That's correct. My husband was <laughs> never in the room and most of the time not even in the state when I conceived. Mm-hmm. Yep, Show of hands. Who wants one. to know the story? <laughs> oh, you all raised your hand. My, my husband, however, was there one time when she conceived. And our mother. <laughs> yes, and our mother. Multiple times. Yeah. So we did IVF to get pregnant three times and... So it's like, you know, they take out your eggs one day and then like days later, or if it's frozen, like months and years later, they're putting it back in you. And so that's con- the con- technically the conception is when they fertilize the sperm and yes. the egg. And technically Joey and I were never there for that. But yeah. then when they put the embryo back in me, yeah, I mean, it's like, that's, it's a few days after actual conception, but that's when yeah. I like became pregnant. So I yeah. always got pregnant when our mom was there and my husband was not. <laughs> and one time there was a snowstorm. And Bill, Melissa's husband, had to bring me because yep. – and my mom – and our mom, too. She went yeah. Um, And so, yeah. I, In <laughs> fact, one time I was on my way to Michigan to do our embryo adoption because the embryos were at um, our mm-hmm. genetic – our embryo donor's clinic. So I was on my way to Michigan, and I sit at this huge table filled with people. It's like a six-seater table, but, like, there's all these six individual people because I'm at the airport, and everybody's just, like, you know, needs – it's jamming in. And this guy looks at me and goes, hey, what are you, what are you traveling for? And I go – I had not considered how to answer that question. And so I just vomited the answer. And I was like, oh, I'm on my way to Michigan to get pregnant. Also, I'm traveling alone because my husband's got to work. <laughs> the guy was like, I'm just hoping to find someone who will help me get pregnant. <laughs> I don't think we've ever sworn on this podcast, but he was like, looked at me like, what in the literal hell, ladies? <laughs> exactly. Like, okay, let me Hey, explain. can you hear me laughing this time? Yes. Yes, I can. We have fixed it. You guys. Face you Jesus. have missed my laugh all of these episodes and now you might now, I don't think the things. beginning ones it only just got worse in the last few it's weird I wonder yes. what happened yeah so we're oh. back your laugh is back so anyways what are we even talking about me getting you pregnant, getting pregnant. Bill? yeah <laughs> that <laughs> sounds my bad husband. yeah that sounds bad so we're talking <laughs> about loving our kids yeah, so, so much I adopted and then you adopted four yep yep when I was having um younger kids and and now I'm on round two of teenagers because I have two yes. middle schoolers, one that's almost going, you know, he's going to be going to high school mm-hmm. and, um, and then one that's almost 10. And so it's like, he's moving into mm-hmm. that preteen years. And so Absolutely. I'm on round two. And so I did it all wrong with the first ones. And so lucky for my second batch, <laughs> getting a much better mom. I highly recommend batches of children. <laughs> Get your experimental batch out of the way. <laughs> that's right. So, and I, I mean, if you ask my older kids, if I had them on the, I know that they would say, mom, you are a great mom. Like yeah. you did a lot right. And I know they would say that because when we adopted our youngest teenager, the older ones were like five years older and they were out mm-hmm. of the house and they were like, that was right. You, sh- you did that with us. We hated it, but it was right. It was yeah. good. Like keep yeah. doing it. Like they really affirmed a lot of our parenting yeah. decisions, which we didn't ask for. And so that was really cool to yeah. hear them being like, yeah, that mm-hmm. was right. And you'll probably, you'll probably experience some of that too, with your oldest being 20 and then your youngest being 13. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and I actually will go to my older one sometimes and be like, can you help me? Like, are we, cause sometimes we can't yeah. remember. And, yeah. mm-hmm. and obviously their personal 
personalities are all different and stuff, but sometimes, I don't know. And sometimes you just get tired. You're like, Oh, I've done this so many times. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Do I still have to be parenting? There's sometimes so I look at my five-year-old. I'm like, Oh yeah, really? I still have you. And he's like, the one who you need to pay the most attention to. <laughs> he is definitely the one I need to pay the most he's attention to. He's got the biggest to. personality. I know. Oh my gosh. So, so, um, so yeah. when our kids are jerks, what does that look like to you? Yeah. To me. Mm -hmm. Cause we're not asking our audience. <laughs> no, cause they can't answer. <laughs> I mean, you guys I, can answer in your own head, but I feel like you might need us to talk. <laughs> I actually kind of thought you were asking. So I was like, just waiting. And I was like, what am I doing? Oh gosh. Remember, like, this is not interactive. I drugs or something before this. Oh my gosh. I don't do drugs. I never even have, not even once. Melissa no, has. Not at all. Well, thank you. <laughs> That's why you were making that face. <laughs> I thought you were about mom. You were going to talk about mom? I was going to tell a story about mom and then I second guessed if I should and now I feel like I need to because well because you mentioned her by name with drugs yes yeah, so my, our mom does not do drugs either <laughs> Just to clarify. but one time she says the funniest things if you guys have not listened to our podcast where we interviewed her or where she, we didn't really interview she her where she chatted with, with us, us. You have got to listen because you're only getting a snippet of who she is. And she's amazing. She's ridiculous. Let's laugh all the time. <laughs> and she doesn't even try. So one time she was driving kind of terribly and she goes, well, I don't even. Yeah. To be clear, she does drive terribly often. Yeah. But this she's not one, always aware. She's, she's not always aware. aware she's driving terribly. This time she was aware and she goes, I don't even understand. I'm not even high. <laughs> what? like yeah I, I don't know why that's what I went to so I'm never high I'm like I don't think mom has been high since the 70s <laughs> and even that it was probably hardly at all oh, oh my so gosh um, so, so I'm just to clarify, like I'm on drugs but just to be clear never yeah. even done them and also <laughs> Rachel threw me under the bus by saying Melissa's well I thought you were making the face like oh I can't yeah, I, say I the was, same I was a high schooler who did um did smoke a pot a little bit so yeah anyways a a yeah, we'll go we'll never forget the time mom came in our room and was like Sniffing clothes. And I was like, what is she yeah. smelling? She's like, it smells like fire in here. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> she did not mean fire. She meant weed. <laughs> she meant weed. She just, I was in seventh grade. So she was just really trying to get yeah. Okay. Okay. So kids being jerks. You're asking me. Hi. So, okay. Hi. How are you? <laughs> How are you? <laughs> okay. So there's lots of options that I could say. I would mm -hmm. say one of them is my kids being a jerk to me, right? Like mm -hmm. they just, everything I do is wrong. Everything yeah. I do is gross. Everything I do yeah. is like, I'm Stupid. an idiot. Mm -hmm. stupid yeah um there's that there's times when your kids just act like we literally know nothing and you've yep. been in my presence when one of my children has acted like that and you were like I have never been mad at that child until now <laughs> yes. you called that child out <clears throat> and yep. you were like seriously oh my gosh and like we yeah. love our like nieces and nephews yes. so much like we've had to discipline them over the years when they were like younger and stuff but yeah. like they know we have their back yeah and so if you have to step in it's like yeah Whoa. Missy yeah. stepping in, you know, yeah. like, wow, it must be bad. And so there's that. And then there's like, man, kids are just being jerks to each other, like bullying. Yes. I mean, I would yes. say I've seen my kids and you've seen your kids mm -hmm. literally bully each other. And Absolutely. I have said that to them. If this were happening at school, you, you would, would be kicked out. Yep. Like, I know you think that it's okay because they're your siblings. It's not. And I talk yep. about how you're causing damage to your relationship and yep. possible future trauma. And you Absolutely. might be the words they have to fight through the lies they have to fight through in the future yep. because your dumb self, <laughs> I mean, that isn't what I say. We will never that. be the reason they have to fight through lies. In the future. <laughs> like I'm bullying my kids. stupid idiot kid. If you didn't say that, I don't call my kids that, but I just say it in my head, like into each other, 
just to each other. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, you're acting like really a dumb kid mm-hmm. and being mean, but like you're causing damage to another kid. Yes. Who didn't deserve it. Right. So I don't call my kids names to be clear, um, mm-hmm. only to my sister <clears throat> yeah. and in my head. Yeah. But, um, so there's that. And then there's times where like, I have kids who've been adopted and come from a traumatic life and they've yeah. been jerks to me because they're hurting and yeah. because they they're pushing they need you me to prove away. yourself. Yeah. They're pushing yeah. me away. And that is hard because mm-hmm. they know how to push your, they have t- been taught how to push people's buttons and push them away. And they're smarter than like just your average kid. They're mm-hmm. n- more manipulative and things like that. Well, they dealt with, they need you that. to prove that no matter what, you're not mm-hmm. going anywhere because the everyone only reason- before them has proven that they will leave. Correct. So, yeah. The only way to do that is to be terrible. Yep. And then see, are you still going to love me or are right. you going to leave me? Yeah. And so I've had, I've had all of those. Um, yep. And then I've had times where like a kid is just hates the world. Yeah. It's like, they're just mean yeah. to the world. They're just grouchy, but not like I slept poorly. It's like a couple weeks of just like a kid who's like, I believe the Bible. I believe in God. And then he's like, why did God even do that? Why? And he's just yeah. just angry at everything. Not at mm-hmm. God necessarily, but he's like, I can't even believe the Bible. I can't even believe you. And it's just. It's just ugly, yeah. right? So yeah. that's what I think of when I think of my kids being a jerk is those kind of scenarios. Do you have other yep. ones to add? I think you listed them all. I mean, obviously, there's so many breakdowns of like, what does that look like to each other? What like when they're rude right. to each other? What does that look mm-hmm. like when they're a jerk to us? But mm-hmm. no, I think you hit it on the head. Yeah. It's now, sad. I will. Thank you. I will mm-hmm. say Melissa has wonderful kids and I have wonderful kids and my kids and Melissa's kids, they're not bullies to other kids. No, we're not, not that we're, we know of. <laughs> not that we know of. And like other mm-hmm. people think highly of our children yeah. and like adults and kids and friends mm-hmm. and they have good friendships. So we are actually talking about we that's what we're talking about now is our kids being jerks in kind of the safety of their home. Yeah. Not to the world. Like that's yeah. a whole other kids if your kid is bullying or like traumatizing animals, that's a different story. We are not talking yeah. about that. No. And and we're talking of yeah, we're talking about it from an aspect of um, obviously Rachel's adopted kids who had come into the family with trauma. There was another level that we had to work through as a whole right. family, mm-hmm. not, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it was all of us really. Um, but once they, they've kind of gotten to a place where, um, well, they're not really jerks anymore because they're adults and they're wonderful, but they um, are. Yeah. They're not jerks. So, they are wonderful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was exactly. unclear what I was. <laughs> yes. So, um, so yeah, we're talking about from like a, 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 a healthy home, like, mm-hmm. um, I'm not necessarily saying two parents because you can have a healthy home with, you know, with mm-hmm. divided families and things like that. We're talking about where there's like love and respect and and, right. and we're, you're involved in your kids' life. Like, obviously there's a whole level of neglect that's out there that can make things worse. So we're just mm-hmm. kind of talking about your average family who's right. involved and loves mm-hmm. each other. And um, so, yeah. So I know for me, like what I have learned, and this has been huge is I cannot engage in like the control aspect of like, you will not act that way. Like you owe me an apology. Like you, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't, I want them to act a certain way. And I'm not saying right. I, they don't owe me an apology, but like come down on that authoritarian because mm-hmm. what I have found is it makes them jerkier. Yes. Cause then they, they're like, Oh, you tell me I can't. So now mm-hmm. I'm going to do it even more. Yeah. And so what I have found, I, I think you would agree with this is that sometimes giving them their space, yeah. And even saying like, I don't love how you're acting right now, mm-hmm. but you got to work through it. Right. Yeah. And then speaking into them. I know you're not going to be this way forever. Mm-hmm. I know this is a season like building them up, 
Mm-hmm. I know more good is to come out of you. Like this is yeah. not who you are. And I know that. And yeah. I get that you feel this way and you're acting out in your feelings. And there is, you know, what better time to do that than your teenage years before you leave the home, right? Yeah. Better to do it in the safety of your home, your loving home with your loving parents than out in the world where you just right. burn all on your own. Yeah, exactly. And I know for me, those things have helped immensely, but also, you know, so I do communicate. I don't like how you're acting. Mm-hmm. But I communicate, I know you don't like how you're acting. Mm-hmm. I know that deep down, this does not feel good. It yeah. never feels good to be ugly to other humans. Even if they I mean, won't admit it back to you. you exactly. Are, and I'll be like, you don't have statement. to admit that. But I know this doesn't mm-hmm. feel good. And like to one of my older sons um, who really pushed a lot of ugly onto me to really get me to prove to him, I would say, I know it hurts you to be hurting me like this. Yeah. Yeah. And I will be here when you come back and apologize. Yeah. I know in a few days he's going to clear his head and he's going to feel terrible. Yeah. And I just need you to know up front, I'm always going to forgive you. In fact, yeah. this one child, I did like this interview of my kids and it was like, ask them like three questions. And I just thought it would be fun to do. And you were supposed to like put it on Facebook, right? This was years ago. And I said something like, what's the best thing that mom does or whatever? What's mom the best dad? You know, and he could have said like singing or cooking or whatever. He was like forgiving. Oh, I love and that. And I just love that because he has needed more forgiveness than probably any of my kids. Mm-hmm. Now he loves me. I know that. And he's yeah. very easy to be in a relationship with. Um, but it hurts when he's yeah hateful to me. Yeah. But I know honestly, it might hurt him more than me. Like yeah. to feel that ugly, to have those ugly someone you love inside mm-hmm. and put them on someone you love exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm talking about trauma there, but even for my younger kids, like my five-year-old, he is, he really gets nasty. I've never had a child at his (laughs) age just get like one time he was mean to a friend and hit him or whatever at our house. And I said, you will not go out and play with him until you apologize. And he goes, fine, but can I at least say it rudely? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So step one, apologize. (laughs) Step two, no, you can not be rude. It's like, he just, he's very, he's just got this big personality. Yeah. And I will say to him, I know it doesn't feel good when you're acting like this. And he agrees. No, it doesn't feel good. And he's little enough that I can get him to admit that it's harder yeah. when they're older, but yeah. So I think that how we treat our kids when they're acting like jerks matters immensely. Mm-hmm. And it shows them like God will always forgive us. Not that yes. we have permission to go and be a-holes, but he will always forgive us. And if we can model that, it does help them. I think understand the goodness and the faithfulness of God and his beautiful mercy when they oh, for sure. see that in their parents. But like when we model the opposite. Yeah. And you're going to see it. that in God too. Yeah, exactly. And I like, always, I've always said to my kids over, I mean, in different situations that mm-hmm. I believe that God gives kids, parents, not only um, <clears throat> to help them become adults, but, but especially, <clears throat> you know, I mean, I, I know not everyone has this kind of parent. So, but I think the intention was that then we can sh- we can emulate God so that when they become adults, they can trust God because they've trusted right. us, mm-hmm. which is why kids who have had terrible parents struggle to trust God. Like, you exactly. know, exactly yeah. what we, and so, yeah, they didn't learn what a good parent was. No, now, I, I'm realizing we should have said at the very beginning, this is not a podcast for moms. This is a, this would have been a good thing to say at the beginning. This, we are not a podcast for moms. Like you can be a single woman, you can yeah. be a married woman, whatever divorce. It doesn't matter. We want all of our co- topics to be applicable. Mm-hmm. This is specifically a parenting topic because we don't think we shouldn't do parenting topics, just right. a little it bit won't... more sporadic. 
yeah, you say? it won't, it won't be our focus, right. our main focus. But I want to, if you've made it this far, which I wish I would have started with this, if you've made it this far and you don't have kids, I think that these concepts can apply to all relationships. Yes. You got a boss that's just a jerk. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got a friend who like seems to get weird out of nowhere and then is like, okay, now I'm good again. You know, I really, mm-hmm. if your husband is like this, it really, mm-hmm. these are applicable because what it comes down to is grace. Yeah. Is giving people the grace to go, I know that this is a season. I don't love it. It hurts me. We're going to mm-hmm. have to, you're going to have to <laughs> make some things right when you come out of it. Mm-hmm. But like, I can't force you out of this season and you got to work through it. And I, I, Rachel have been through gross seasons. Melissa, you've been through gross seasons and we don't want people to walk away from us because right. of them. And of course, I don't think most people are walking away from their kids because of it, but they might unintentionally close some doors yes. to a future healthy relationship by not handling it in a gracious and loving way. And then humility comes in too, because it hurts our pride when Mm -hmm. our kids that we're supposed to be the authority over them. I mean, that's biblical Mm -hmm. when they're suddenly acting like they don't have to listen to us. Like that pricks our pride and that Mm -hmm. enrages, can enrage like our sense of power struggle, you know, or our sense of control and our our power struggle. And I know I really, really struggled with that when we first had older teens, Mm -hmm. I was like, excuse me. Like I'm used to my little three and two year old, like listening to what I say, because I can discipline them into listening to what I say, Yeah, but it doesn't work that way when they're older. And on top of it, they're becoming adults and they're trying to figure out what kind of adult they want to be. And we want to, like, like I said, speak into, you're going to be a great adult. Like I believe that even when Mm -hmm. they're being craps, but also this is all part of getting some of this out of their system before <clears throat> I think Melissa's battery is dying. <laughs> I just realized that it is. <laughs> I'm going to scooch away. You just yeah, keep yeah, chatting yeah. and I'll I can't hear chatting. you. So say good things. <laughs> I will say good things. So now that Melissa's gone, I, there's something I really want to <laughs> get She's not even laughing because she's not even here. That wasn't even fun. <clears throat> okay. I'm glad I don't do a podcast alone. Anyways, we are helping them get some of this junk out before they become adults, because how, like I said, how much better to do it in the safety of their home with loving parents versus going out in the world, never being like allowed to kind of get the garbage that's already in them. Like we all have garbage in our hearts and we all have times that that garbage is going to be exposed, but how much better for our kids? Well, she's back. (laughs) How much better for our kids to be able to have some of that garbage exposed while they're under our guidance. And of course, when they're adults, they still have us to guide them, but we can't force any guidance on them because they're not living in our home. I mean, once they move out of our home, I should say, but when they're still in our home, it's like, it's obviously we're still guiding them, you know? And so I was just saying, I'll catch you up. (laughs) We all have garbage in our hearts and things happen to make that garbage be revealed. And the more things that can be revealed garbage wise in our home, And us helping them with the healthy way of working through it, the better. Bill and I are always saying, how can we send our kids off into the world and not be bombarded because we didn't walk them through things? Them not be bombarded. Yeah. From so many angles, whether it's learning how to navigate um, the internet in in a healthy way, like how to make good decisions about staying out too late or what, I mean, just Mm -hmm. even, you know, all these things and, and yes, how to deal with your crap um, is part of that. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I keep thinking about with kids when they go through jerky phases is because some are longer than others. Some, mm -hmm. sometimes it's just for a couple of weeks. Sometimes it can be a a year, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, um, especially when it's, 
long, there's usually a deeply rooted thing happening. It's not mm-hmm. usually just them being jerks. There's usually mm-hmm. something going on. At least that's what I have found mm-hmm. thus far. And um, and so to be, not every kid is going to talk to you about what's going on. Sometimes they don't even know what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. But being very mindful and prayerful about it, and when they have soft moments, saying, mm-hmm. you know, you haven't been quite yourself lately. Is there something going on that I don't know about? You know, mm-hmm. is everything okay yeah. at school? Like, just. <clears throat> And sometimes they know, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes they'll tell mm-hmm. you, sometimes they won't. Sometimes you find out in a really terrible way later, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Why didn't you tell me this?" And right, and, um, um, and so just being extra aware mm-hmm. and soft and sensitive towards yeah. that, and praying for the truth to come out, right? Yep. Because if Careful. your child is doing like drugs and you don't mm-hmm. know it, and they feel shame, or maybe they feel trapped up in it, or they don't know they're sneaking and they're lying, right? Like that mm-hmm. doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Even if they keep doing it, it doesn't mean it feels good. And like for you, when you actually had your little stint of smoking weed, you confessed it. It's like you wanted mm-hmm. our parents to know. Yes. Yeah, It's like, exactly. of course, you didn't want to get in trouble, <clears throat> but like you also didn't want to be figuring those things out alone. And yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've, another thing I would say about when your kids are jerks is it's almost n- not usually it's almost never about us. Like, yes, I was saying, just going to say that it's yeah, I'm. I'm not Almost never personal. Contribute. Exactly. But it can feel so right. personal. Yes. And, you know, as I have um, several friends who are having kids transitioning into their teenage years right now mm-hmm. or about to be. And and what happens naturally is kids just don't want to hang out with you as, anymore. Right. They don't want to spend time with you. They don't want to um, talk and talk and talk to you like they, mm-hmm. you know, um, and and I have some talkative teenagers and they still yeah. go and have their own space or whatever. And when a couple of years ago, my kids would play games with me all the time. I can mm-hmm. hardly get anyone to play a game with me now. Mm-hmm. If Rachel's over, that's or right. My mom's when over, Ray Ray's in town. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I could, <clears throat> I could be so hurt by that. Or I could be like, yes, I get to play games with my kids today. It's, I know not, it's, not, it's not about, about me. It isn't. Yeah. It's not. It's mm-hmm. just, they're, they're like, oh, there's more people around. So now I want to, one of my boys, almost, almost every time we talk, he, he has a tone of voice. that's like, I, yeah. Okay. Sure, fine. And then the minute one of his brothers walks yeah. into the room, he's like, "Hey, what's up? What's going on?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "What is happening? Like, why do I yeah. get the the like dead worst?" Face? Yeah, yeah. And and it's it's not. I know it's not about me because we've had this conversation. Because I have had to make sure. Have I done something to hurt mm-hmm, you? Like, right. is there a reason that you're so standoffish when that didn't used to be the case? And he has said, "We probably had this conversation three times over the last year." And the third time, I was like, "Okay, I have to trust." that you're saying, no, it's not me, that it's not me because mm-hmm. I've given him plenty of opportunity to share. Right. And so and that uh, is a really good question to ask your kids. Have mm-hmm. I done something to hurt you? Mm-hmm. Because if so, then we got to fix it. Yes. It's a huge yeah. step. I'm glad that yeah. you mentioned that. But yeah. yeah, like our kids' bad choices or bad attitudes, it's so often is about what's going on inside of their, they're so mm-hmm. self-focused. self-focused. Like that's, that's developmentally, scientifically yep. true. What's they're so happen. self-focused. Yeah. It's so often not about us. It is. And so right. if we take their choices personally and like, mm-hmm. like, oh, you're just hurting me so much when you make these decisions. Like we don't allow them yeah. to one, be honest with us, two, yeah. be themselves with us. Yeah. Three, go through their, get their garbage out. Yeah. Figure out what does it feel like to have this garbage out in front of, you know, on for we show. Can't fast forward them through the natural aging process right. that happens in our brains. Like exactly. we just can't. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's really huge. And I, you know, letting our kids tell us what they're feeling, even if it's, even if you don't want to hear it for us. Exactly. It's that's important. It's huge. I've always told my kids that I would rather them 
be themselves in front of me. So whoever they're in front of their friends, I want them to be that way in front of me. Yeah. And, um, that is not always great. It is not. And (laughs) there's times where I'm like, why did I say that? But they're like, you told me to be myself. I'm like, I know. And I said, I was hoping it would make you better. Yeah. (laughs) They wouldn't want to be in front of me. But the reality is, is that at least I know whether I like what comes out of their mouth sometimes, Mm -hmm. whether I like the intentions of their heart, it's them saying it around me or not around me, isn't going to change it. It's still there, but Mm -hmm. at least I know what's going on. And, yeah. um, and so let it, yeah. Letting your kids be imperfect, letting them be teenagers, letting them, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying letting them be disrespectful and rude, but also being really careful what battles you pick yeah, in regards to everything about them right now. And like, yes, you know? really. And really be careful about what, which power struggles you're going to get into. Yes. Because like it can go bad real fast. <laughs> right. Cause like Joey, he got, he's, he's always a little behind me in like, understanding the big picture. I'm a mm-hmm. very big picture person and he needs mm-hmm. me to like show him the big yes. picture. And then he's so like humble and loving about, yes, you're right. But he had an issue with um, Brighton recently, our 14 year old, and he got in a power struggle over making Brighton say sorry. And Brighton was yeah. like, I'm not sorry. I don't feel sorry. Yeah. I'm not going to say sorry. And I was like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Just tell him when he's ready right. to come and talk to you. You don't even tell him he needs to say sorry. Just when yeah. he's ready to come and talk to you. He's going to go in his room and he's going to stew and he's going to be angry. And then eventually he always comes out. Exactly. Joey was like, you're right. I'm like, he's not five. Yeah. You can't make him, Yeah. you know, say he's sorry. And, yeah. you know. Well, and you don't really want him to if he doesn't mean it. Because then and that's what, what are we He's like, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Clearly he doesn't mean it. But he got into yeah. this power struggle. Yeah. And I was like, honey, this is not the power struggle you want to get into. Like, yep. we've said no to Snapchat. And maybe we'll say yes at some point, but for now it's still a no. And I'm like, that's where we're going to hold our ground. Like, yeah, that's something we have not felt yet that we need to have in our house. Yeah. And, and I don't, you know, I know most of your kids have Snapchat. So this isn't yeah. about Snapchat, not like it's just your decision. Yeah. Our decision. And that's something we're like, we're still standing firm on that. Yeah. That being said, I'm not going to force you to say sorry. If you're like, I don't feel sorry. I'm not going right. to, <laughs> it's like, it's not going to make it better, you know, and no. <laughs> being very careful about the battles we choose. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Exactly. And like, honestly, we're not supposed to be their friends over their parents, but like Mm-mm. everything we do should, we should have in mind the future of our relationship with them. Yes. Is this decision I'm going to do right now going to affect the healthiness of a future relationship with this child? Yeah. That should, like, I started writing a book years ago and I have not finished it, but God put the concept on my heart and it's five years from now. Is this decision I, what, what will five years look from? Yeah, Sorry. based on what what's will happening five now. years from now look like, yeah, based on this decision that I am making. And yep. is it worth putting my foot down yep. if it potentially <clears throat> doesn't allow me to have a healthy and happy relationship with them in the future? And like yeah. some of my older kids, like they just make dumb choices. They just do yeah. things. I'm like, yeah, I don't agree with that. And yeah. I am not proud of that. But at the end of the day, like it's their choices to make. Yes. And I would rather them know that they can always come to me, even if I don't approve of their choices. Right. Right. Because I'm here and I love them. And that matters to me a lot more than being like, until you stop making that choice, I won't be in a relationship with you or like I'll withhold something from them, you know? Yeah. And yeah, parents do that. They'll be like, you can't come to family Christmas until you stop doing drugs. And it's like, I'm not saying there's never a time and place for that. Yeah. I'm not. But also, like, could you just, like, I have said to kids, (laughs) be very careful getting there. And I have said to kids, just maybe just don't show up high out of your mind. Yeah. Right. If you yeah. got to do it the minute you leave, but like, we love you and we want yeah. you with us. Yeah. They yeah. know we don't want them to be doing drugs. Like, right. They know, but it's like, you know, or if like someone's making 
a poor decision in their relationships or whatever. Mm-hmm. If like, let's say your kid has just started sleeping with their boyfriend or girlfriend and you mm-hmm. don't agree with it. And you're like, that person can't come to our house anymore. Right. You're shoving you, them away. You're shoving them away. Be yeah. really careful what lines when they're at this age, what lines you draw. On yes. the sand. And your adult children, you Even truly more. don't get a say. Yeah. And you exactly. do not. It will only hurt your relationships with your adult children to tell them your opinion on everything. Yes. If you asked my kids, does your mom agree that, or like, is your mom okay with this, 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 like literally list 10 life choices they're making. They would probably be like, no, yes, no, no, yes. They know exactly where we stand on things. But when they're like, oh yeah, like I smoked weed earlier today. Mm -hmm. I'm not like, oh my gosh, you know how I feel. You shouldn't be. No, I'm just like, that's your choice. (laughs) Telling adult children your opinion on everything literally just hurts them and your relationship and your teenagers are in training to become adults Mm -hmm. and so you start Mm -hmm. practicing now Mm -hmm. about like you know yeah the thing that I say to my my teens sometimes is if this is something you're choosing to do this will be this could be a consequence from it like Mm -hmm. and and it's not it's it's a fine line between giving your um approval to things that you don't like and and letting them know but you're I'm safe and I would rather know what you're doing than like Rachel mentioned, you know, if, if you don't want your teenager sleeping around, obviously that's understandable. I would rather know that they are so that I can be a part of that. And, and are and you making safe choices? Yes. Like, and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and just, and, and, and then talking them through some of some of that, you know, and versus mm-hmm. them just lying behind my back. Like, I right. don't, and that's where I have always said, just be yourself in front of me. Right. Even well, if it we, makes me uncomfortable, I really just don't want to set them up to leave, leave two lives and right. feel like, well, ex- yeah. yes, exactly. And we don't want to put our kids in a position where th- we're kind of like forcing them to lie to us. Right. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. exactly it. Yeah. Uh, my son, Obviously. Michael. Oh, what? No, go ahead. My son, Michael called the other day to tell me exciting news. And I go, have you told dad? And he goes, no, you're the first person I told. You're the uh-huh. one I always want to tell things to. And I said, really? I thought it'd be Missy because <laughs> he's very close to Melissa. <laughs> and he goes, well, yeah, then I call and tell her. And he goes, <laughs> but he goes, mom, I love telling you things because I know I can tell you anything. And the mm-hmm. other things you already know. Yes, like, exactly. Like, you know, That's... when he shows up and he's like, this is this bad thing's happening in my life. I'm like, I already know. And yeah. it's, I, I loved you through it. You know, it's yeah, like I loved exactly. you behind the scenes. And yeah, anyway. So, well, we yeah. have definitely over extended yeah, we time here. Talked a lot about, we went so we, a, I mean, we could go a million directions, but basically our encouragement to you guys is um, love your kids where they're at. Yeah. And um, don't expect them to have it together. Don't expect right. them to be perfect. Don't expect them to be adults and don't take it personally when they go through a rough time. Oh, that's so good. Mm -hmm. And these, like we said, these apply to all relationships, relationships. love people where they're at. Don't take everything personally. And what was the other thing you said? I don't know. Oh man. It was good. If you rewind, you can listen to it and it was really good. (laughs) I can't rewind while we're recording. (laughs) The people who are listening can rewind. (laughs) True. True. I was going to go back to 15 seconds. I was going to write it down for our show notes. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. All right. Well, we are. Right. <laughs> you guys have a great day. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> bye.